As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you're looking on to the adventure on W4CY. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Hype Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm very excited about our next guest. She has an amazing voice and some amazing music for you guys to check out. I'd like to welcome to the show Eva Torek. Hello. Hello there. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for that introduction. That's so sweet. Oh, and listen, after listening to your new music, I don't know, that's the way it should be described, I think. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, you got the debut album, The Devil's Mark. And then I want to start off right off the bat with the, you know, new music video for Goodbye. Because sure, definitely there's some serious meaning there that I think right now in the beginning of November 2020, we probably need really, really bad because there's so much going on in the world not just today, but this whole time. And I think that people like you with a voice are very helpful therapy. Yeah. And, you know, it's really difficult to dive into such a deep, dark topic as mental illness when, you know, this is an exciting time for me and I've released my debut album and I'm, I'm excited and I'm happy and I want to have this really cheerful, upbeat interview with you. But the reality is, is that the album and especially the song Goodbye comes from a very deep wounded place, not just in me, but in society as a whole. I think the reality is, is that 
mental health care in the United States right now is abysmal. It's not accessible to everyone who needs it. And when it is accessible, it's too expensive. And it just shouldn't be like that. There's also a stigma against mental illness. And it's difficult to talk about publicly and privately without encountering some pretty strong cultural stigma. And my music video is about suicide. It's about a cry for help. And I sing it as if I'm writing a letter saying, help me, I am suffering. And, you know, the director for the music video, Miles Erfurth, he really got it. And he took that deep, powerful song and put an incredible visual to it that I was just completely on board with. I thought it came out really, really well. And I thought it got the message across. And and that is a key, like I said before, like I believe music is sometimes the best therapy. And I think when you have somebody like you, an artist like you, that creates this kind of expression, it allows people out there to relate and to mm. be able to, you know, join in with you and realize what we need to do to maybe make things better. I, I completely agree. And we need music now more than ever with how much civil unrest and uncertainty and with the pandemic going on and how divided we've become we need we need art in general but i think music like you said is just that it's the the way you can listen to it and really relate to where it's coming from it, you're right it it is therapy and i use my music i use writing and singing as therapy and i even write songs and share them with my therapist because Sometimes they come from your subconscious and it's good to kind of work through what the deeper meaning of a song might be. You know, that makes a lot of sense right there because I think it is interesting when you talk about artists who write music and write songs and, you know, they they may express things in those songs that maybe they would never express in their just everyday life. It, it's almost you can you can express yourself on the piece of paper in a song without having any kind of filter or worry and it's like it's like you're speaking to yourself sometimes but then also speaking to everybody else i completely agree and it's something that i think that can get you know it, it can get tricky right because if i spoke without a filter and i just you know said whatever was on my mind when i'm going through a depression i might say something like i don't want to say goodbye which is the refrain in the song Goodbye. I don't want to say goodbye. I don't want to end my life. I don't want to feel the way I feel. But, you know, that raises a lot of red flags. And all of a sudden, people are going, mm, Eva suicidal. And this is, this is terrible. But, you know, because it's so difficult to say those sorts of things out loud and to kind of talk about what you're going through, it's sometimes really helpful to have an art form to express yourself. And, you know, sort of put some distance between your thoughts and and what's going on. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned about the therapist and like that was really brilliant because it, it is true that those songs could really send a message that maybe you're not sending yourself to a therapist. And I, I look at things like, you know, when uh, Chris Cornell passed away and I remember mm. people saying stuff and I'm like, well, have you ever listened to his music and read the lyrics? And I think that's 
kind of issue nowadays too it's like people are crying out for help but people don't get the message for some reason one of the turning points in my career was when it was very early when I had started working with a vocal coach and my coach said what are you what are you drawn to in music are you drawn to melodies and chord structures or are you drawn to lyrics and I said, melodies and chord structures, of course. I, I have, I have formal education in music, and of course, I'm, I'm I love the, the chords and all the key changes and the tempo and all of that. It's all math, and I love it. That's what I'm into. And then she went, mm, all right, <laughs> like she didn't buy it. And come to realize, she was right. I actually am really drawn to the lyrics, and I find that, you know, when you take the lyrics out of the context of the music, you can appreciate them individually you can appreciate the music, you know, in and of itself, but then you can also take those lyrics and go, wow, I can interpret this several ways. I can relate it to my own life. I can make assumptions. I can sort of mold and shape this in my head and make it what I need to feel and and what I need to relate to. I love that about lyrics. Yeah. Well, yeah. As a listener, you know, you may get a different meaning than what whoever wrote the lyrics, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether you do or not, because if you put your own feeling to it and relate to it in your own way, and if it helps you, it really doesn't matter as long as it does that. I think a good song connects with people and good lyrics connect with people, regardless of what the meaning was from the lyricist. Completely agree. And it's you know it's even better when you take something that seems very mundane and kind of every day and you describe it really thoroughly in a song and then take a step back from it and go, wow, what else could that description apply to? And, you know, sometimes I've been talking to people about my music and they say, oh, I, I feel like action speak louder. For instance, it, it was um, the second single off of, off of the devil's mark. And uh, I had someone say, I totally understand that you're singing that song to yourself. You're not singing it to an individual who has uh, who has wronged you and who you're angry at. You're angry at yourself. And I totally get that because I feel the same way. And I said, I'm so glad that you got that from that song and that you related to it. But that's that wasn't that wasn't what I was feeling when I wrote the song. But it's not wrong yeah. Good for you. <laughs> exactly. You know, and then there's the other part of it, too, where. I think sometimes it allows us to look deep into ourselves when we hear another song and we relate to it because I know there's been times in my life that I'll listen to lyrics of a song and I put my own meaning to it where I relate, but when I hear it like to myself, it's like something maybe you didn't even admit to yourself and it's almost like now all of a sudden you have this self-realization because of the meaning you put to those lyrics. Right. And it is also the phenomenon that if somebody else says it and gives it form and shape and puts words to it, that now it's okay. Now that it's been said out loud and the fear of being the first person to say it or the fear of admitting to it is suddenly lessened. And you can say, I really relate to this song. Here's someone else's words. This really describes how I'm feeling. It's, and it's great to have that accessible and to have that tool to use to really understand more about yourself. 
That's so brilliant because it's so true. Like how many times I've in my life, you know, taken a song and there's lyrics in the song and I say to somebody, oh, this is so me, you know, Mm -hmm. opposed to actually saying those words that were in those lyrics that I'm saying is so me. Right. I think I've sent lyrics to people before just to kind of help try and get them on the same page as me. Like here, just just listen to this song. And this will help us talk about what I want to talk to you about. Have you ever done that before? Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's amazing. Because music connects us. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So, and then I think, like, going back to why people need it more than ever now, too, is, you know, Mm -hmm. with, with everything that's going on and then being isolated and divided at the same time, I think, you know, mental issues are probably even if people won't admit it stronger than ever, because now it's almost like you're isolated with your own thoughts instead of all the noise drowning it out. It's incredibly true. And I, I've been going through that as well. I'm already an introvert. So I already tend to isolate and I tend to not go to parties and I don't like crowds and I don't like meeting people I've never met before and, and that sort of thing. And so when the pandemic hit and we had lockdown orders, I was kind of like, thank goodness. I have an excuse. <laughs> I don't have to tell somebody, look, I'm not going to come to your thing because I just, you know, uh, make something up or, or be honest and say, I'm just really depressed. I just, I can't leave my house right now. You know, I can, I can point to the pandemic, but it's interesting how much talking to other people, doing interviews, Writing music remotely with other people, having a uh, a voice lesson check-in with my coach, just sort of over Zoom and over Skype, it lifts my mood. Even if up until the very moment before I answer the call, I'm going, I don't want to talk. I don't want to do this. You know, I just, I just want to sit alone in my house in silence. I don't want to be social. And then after it, I feel so much better. So that human connection is just so incredibly important. And I have to keep telling myself that. Well, you know what's interesting about that, and same for me, is like, you know, sometimes when you're in the public eye or you're doing events or you're networking or whatever, you're one personality, and then when you're by yourself, you're another personality. In other words, you like being that loner, but you're also that extrovert too, you know, some people are, and so I think that's where the pandemic, it's like, Now you don't even have, at least for me, now you don't even have control uh, of what it's like. It's like you're always in isolation instead of your chosen isolation. And then you definitely need that human interaction, even though sometimes you don't want the human interaction. So it's like that, that healthy balance. Yeah. You don't want it or you think you don't want it because you're kind of, you know, you're stuck in a rut. And you want to just do the same thing that you did the day before because it doesn't require energy. So, yeah, I, I completely get that. And I think that that's made everything harder is just not being able to gather with our friends and talk about what's going on in the world and really, you know, have that. I haven't I haven't hugged somebody that wasn't in my family in in months. And we human beings need that connection. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Isn't it kind of strange to like feel like, oh, I can't hug this person? You know, it's just, I don't know, the whole thing is kind of strange, to be honest. It's definitely different. I completely agree. I just wrote some songs remotely 
with some people that helped me with the last album and we got together in Los Angeles a couple weeks ago to record some stuff and you know I hadn't seen them in in a long time but walked in the room and they were on the other side of the room and just kind of waved awkwardly hi good to see you <laughs> and you know under normal circumstances of course I would have given them a huge hug and just said oh my gosh it's so great to see you but you know that was kind of muted because uh, I can't really get near you and uh, I don't know yeah well, strange. well, it's strange here, too, in South Florida because we have the total division down here. And I have people, you know, that I know that they don't think anything of it. Like, they don't even believe in the whole pandemic. So, like, they go up to hug wow. you and they go up to shake your hand. And it's like, it's a very awkward moment because it's like, how do you say no without seeming like you're being rude? But in the same token, you just don't want to take that chance especially if somebody is that easy to to be like that like even the the handshaking thing more than anything to me it's like that just of course like even if somebody had the flu you wouldn't want to shake hands with them you know so it's like it just boggles me that somebody still during this whole thing right now will go up to you and stick their hand out to shake their hand with you and the same token it's like you feel weird not shaking somebody's hand because it's supposed to be like the right thing to do yeah because it's such a diss to back away from a handshake and to turn that down I mean you know in body language they're opening themselves up to you they they have their hand out you know it's not a fist it's an open hand and they're reaching for you and that's a very welcoming gesture no matter what culture you come from and of course you want to respond with warmth and openness and with welcome in your body also. But the pandemic has told us, "Mm, you know, you have to keep your hands to yourself and you have to back away and you have to shut down. And the uh, nonverbal signals that that communicates are so powerful that saying, Hey, I'm trying to be careful. Thanks so much. Virtual handshake. Let's elbow bump or whatever. It's you can't overcome it because that body language is so powerful. Yeah, and then there's some people that, like, even if you tried to do that, they're like, oh, come on, you know, and and then what do you do? (laughs) Right, yeah, then it's just super awkward. Yeah, no doubt. So (sighs) tell us how everybody can connect with you on social media, get your music, all that good stuff. Great, I would love it if you wanted to download my music, if you would go to Bandcamp, evatoric.bandcamp.com, and download it, that gives me the most um, proceeds from the sale and allows me to keep making music and doing what I do. You can, of course, stream me on Spotify. That helps so much. If you follow me on Spotify, add me as a favorite artist, that kind of thing, because the industry looks at those numbers and it opens up opportunities for me if I have a lot of followers on Spotify. So please consider that if you like the music. And I'm on Instagram at, at Eva Torek. I'm on Twitter at Eva Torek, and I'm on Facebook at Eva Torek Metal. And yeah, just, I'm really small. I have, I think I still have less than 2,000 followers on Instagram, so I really connect with my fans. I love to talk about music with people. I love to talk about their lives and what kinds of things that they're up to. And so I'm really embracing this opportunity that I have while I can connect with fans on an individual basis so yeah if the music connects to you get on social media and let me know i would love to hear from you 
And I definitely will say to our listeners, check it out because she's got an amazing voice and amazing music with an amazing message. And as you can tell, she's just a really good person that you should connect with. And uh, Oh, thank you. So, yeah, let's make sure to support her while, uh, you know, she's making this great music for us. Thanks. And thanks so much for having me on your show. This was such a great talk. Hey, it's my pleasure, and keep making great music for us and spreading the messages that we really need. I will. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.